That should be y'all's audio. That should be everything. All right, so that should be everybody's audio. Wait, why is that there? Why? Google it's a Meet. Surprise. No, Google Meet has decided that there needs to be like this awkward. Oh God! No matter what I do, there is a horrible little <laughs> box up in the corner. I hate this so much. Google Meet is. I don't know. We're gonna have to fix this somehow at some point. All right. Uh, welcome to. Also, Reddy and I are like halfway off. I will fix it. Um. <clears throat> Damn it, Crow. That is clicking weird on me. <laughs> no, my computer's freaking out because my mic just fell over and hit the keyboard, so. Like you. All right, so hey, welcome to Routes Unknown. I'm your game host, RPG Hour. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can find me at RPG Hour on Twitter. Hi, I am Rainy Keys. Rainy. My pronouns are she, her, and you can find me at Rain Keys on Twitter. And I'm playing Agnes. Um, hi, my name is Morgan. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her interchangeably. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Serena Basos, and I'm playing Natalia, uh, she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm uh, Eric, aka Eldritch Crow on Twitter. Um, I am playing a Chrysos, and we both use he/him pronouns. Hi, I'm Luca Fox. You can call me Fox. I am playing Polaris. I use they/them, as does Polaris, and you can find me at Little Small Fox Draws on Twitter. Hi, my name is Jules. Uh, pr pronouns are she/her. I'm going to be playing Theo, who is a uses he him pronouns and you can find me on twitter at sqlpi it's sequel pie not squirrel pie and uh uh yeah he's not here to tell me it's squirrel pie yay uh no <laughs> robo here is for that robo is all about calling it squirrel pie for you yeah <laughs> oh also forgot agnes's um pronouns are he her she her what wow <laughs> <laughs> A roll, I am on. All right, so this is Routes Unknown. Uh, it takes place in a fictional uh, section of Texas, uh, Deep East Texas. And we are kind of in the middle of uh, a situation. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a little bit about the world. Uh, we don't have a vast majority of the isms in this world, in this alternative world. Uh, there are still some issues to be had with society because that plays into story. Uh, but it's not drastically major issues. Um, <clears throat> so Hexwood is a special little town that was created inside of... Uh, was created by a bunch of people that were trying to find a safe haven in regards to nature. Uh, and they kind of created a small town that became something bigger. Um, <clears throat> so 
Well, that sucks. Sorry, I just lost the NPC sheet. That is always fun when you lose something, folks. Um, but a couple of content warnings right quick, uh, just for folks. Uh, there is going to be evil or mischievous spirits in play here. Um, there's a haunted house, and there's a professor putting college students in potential harm. So if that is something that you are not down for, thank you for coming out. Hope you catch another stream. Uh, because that is what's going to be at play tonight is basically some really weird ghosty stuff. Um, <clears throat> and we have modified definitions for ghost and poltergeist here, sort of. Uh, so the way that we are defining ghosts within this uh, is that they can manipulate electrical energies to gain power to do things. Uh, they can retain their personalities. And they are one of two types of things. They're either a residual haunting replaying over and over again uh, their favored memories or things that they did while they were here but you can't really interact with them or they are who they were and they are interacting with the people that are around them at the time uh, of the haunting uh, and then poltergeists are two things uh, they are what people mistake for demons um, and they are they are either a psychic uh, lashing out without understanding their abilities so it's a manifestation without them being able to control it or it is a uh, spirit who does not have control over who they are. They have basically become a manifestation of um, a specific type of emotion, anger, envy, something along those lines. Uh, so that is basically what's kind of um, going on with the ghosts in this world. Uh, <clears throat> And as everybody kind of already introduced themselves, uh, we are going to do a bit more of an introduction here in regards to your characters. Uh, same order as earlier. Uh, go ahead and let everybody know what playbook they are and go ahead and give like a little bit of background on each of your characters. Hi, it's me again. <laughs> um, so Agnes's full name is Agnes Volt. Uh, she is a... For the playbook that she is, she's a professional, and thus uh, she is technically an agency person, but also technically a collegiate student? Question marks? Which one's the cover? We don't know. Unpaid supernatural intern. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, Agnes's agency... Uh, is not like a lot of other agencies. They per they are more so on the protection and help of the supernatural versus like the fervent eradication that some agencies take part in. <clears throat> um, I'm playing Natalia Fuentes. She is the cricket. Basically, she is. Oh, geez, how do I describe her? Uh, Ex-football play, high school football, running back, turned truck driver, turned burglar, turned into a life of crime. Um, yeah, so she's got a little bit of sticky finger. She's a little mischievous, but, uh, you know, she's she's good deep down. She cares about her friends. I don't know. We're going to find out together, so, Yeah. <laughs> And uh, 
I'm playing a Chrisos Jones, aka Chris, and he uh, is the expert playbook. He is former high school football captain, uh, enlisted in the, Mar in the Marines after graduation, and then came back way more mellow. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, so now he drives around a former school bus converted into a mobile library. Um, I play Polaris. Um, they are the Divine. They are a fallen star, actually, as a matter of fact. Um, so they're very new to this whole Earth and being human thing. Um, we're going to find out how that goes together, along with the help of my adopted sibling, Agnes. <laughs> I'm playing Theo. He's the uh, spell slinger uh, playbook. Uh, he goes around uh, doing a lot of rural jobs like trimming horse hooves and uh, working with cattle and sheep and whatnot and talking to farmers and finding out what weird stuff goes on on their farms. Uh, I believe he's Natalia's. Did we just did we decide he was a, the, a half brother or full brother? Oh, yes, right. We, we decided he's a half brother. Yeah, yeah. He's Natalia's older half brother. Uh, and he's he's a bit of a weird duck, so we'll we'll find out what he's like together. I, I saw. I apologize about the amount of times that I'm going to cough during this. Um, it's allergy season for me, and I am running low on my meds. Uh, so. There is a local university in Deep East Texas, um, and it's kind of a oddball place. A lot of the programs do not mimic programs in the rest of the uh, United States, and that's actually the truth of what's out there. I'm not going to name the university. Um, <clears throat> but what is fictional is a parapsychology department. And the parapsychology department is headed up by a uh, mid-60s gentleman who is, um, the best way that I have come up to describe uh, the professor is that he is the wish equivalent of Albert Einstein. Um, so, <laughs> that's honestly, I, I, I kept trying to figure out like how to like describe, but like basically just, if somebody were to order Albert Einstein, like a toy or something like that like from wish the, the the awkward knockoff would be this professor um he doesn't actually care about teaching classes he just likes the fact that he gets money from the university to go and do things and so he tells students hey if you want extra credit you can come and hang out with me on one of my ghost hunts uh because he is trying to prove that ghosts are real now the problem is is that there are people in this world that do know that gro that ghosts cryptids and just other kinds of supernatural and paranormal things are real i eat everyone else present uh the professor has never caught anything on camera on mic or anything um everything that he's ever been able to capture has been proven to be faked so uh the university told him that he has one last chance and so he found um a haunted house that is in hexwood 
Um, it is an old house. It is actually one of the first houses that was built in Hexwood. It has survived everything um, that has happened to this area. Uh, when all the other houses around it uh, were taken out uh, by natural disasters, this house still stood. Uh, this house has been through thick and thin, and the professor has decided this is the perfect place. And so we are on the exterior of this house, and when you look at this house, it's almost as if the street lights nearby, the light just is not able to penetrate a veil, and there's just an extra creepiness around the house. Uh, no matter where you stand, the light just does not go near it. Um, there is no moon out tonight. There are two vans in front of the house. These are school vans. And the professor is out there with a few of the students. And um, <clears throat> so he's looking out over everybody. And uh, I believe one of y'all is not dating, but friends with a student, if I remember correctly. I know one of y'all is in the class. That was I. I'm in the class. Natalia was connected to a, to a student, and that's all I know. I'm reading the notes right now. Hold on. A better note keeper than I, Natalia. No, these 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 are the notes that uh, RPG wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you had the forethought to bring them up. I didn't. I've also got a million screens up of other things. Uh... But, um... Oh, yeah, I dated a parapsychology student. <laughs> okay, yes, I did remember that. Um, oh, yeah! Her. So oh, yeah! <laughs> a few of y'all are there already based on your own uh, connections to the class because you don't like this professor or you happen to be in the class, and so you're there because you figured this is kind of a shaky situation. Um, <clears throat> the rest of y'all have shown up for whatever reasons. Uh, specifically, I do know Crow's character is here to deliver a book. And to collect late fees. And to collect late fees. Uh, and so... Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yes, a, uh, Famerol. There will be a copy of this on YouTube later. Sorry, just saw that. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, back to y'all. So... There are students that are unpacking equipment that make absolutely no sense. This equipment is, um, like, some of it is from the 60s and 70s. It's, like, tape recorders, and then, like, there's a couple of things that are, like, brand new uh, EMF readers. And, I mean, it, it, there's, none of this makes, uh, like, logical sense. Um, it, it, it's not, like, a decent setup in any way, shape, or form. Uh, there are wires going everywhere. Uh, there's literally a setup out here uh, that is um, someone's home security system cameras that have been attached inside to be able to monitor for ghost activity. Um, and they're set up on a Wi-Fi uh, connection to some computers out here. I, I want to be snarky, but that's just kind of clever. <laughs> uh... So the ghost hunting gear kits that are being handed out to people are like cheap, um, like stuff that you could literally probably buy at the dollar store, voice recorders, like batteries inside holds like maybe like 20 minutes or something of audio. Um, the cameras, uh, a couple of them are VHS camcorders, like they're very large and the other ones are like little uh, DV cassettes. 
but like none of it is new technology in regards to that the newest technology is probably the uh mid 2000s uh it is like the best bet of like a piece of technology welcome welcome to the extra credit lab we will be investigating this beautiful house tonight thunder crash is behind the house and the house still does not light up make sure that you have your haunting buddy at all times and remember if you need me i will be out here in the van watching all of the cameras to make sure that you are all safe Uh, so outside of each other, you, the only other people that you do recognize is, uh, a young lady that some of y'all went to high school with. Uh, she was a cheerleader. Her family dates back to the creation of the town. Um, and she's over there super excited and like making up cheers for the ghosts. Um, she is generally likable um because she is honestly like a truly helpful person outside of that it is literally just randomized students some of them not even from like the regular courses they're from like the people that are taking a course just to get a psychology degree because uh, nobody knew how to classify this class so it counts as an art and a psychology class um or a creative rate a creative writing class and a psychology class uh <clears throat> but yeah uh what do y'all want to do uh, Chris pointedly ignores the cheerleader and uh, marches over to the van to speak to said professor. I turned to Nat and say, under his arm. Sorry. I, turn, I turned to Nat and say, someone here is going to die in that house. I mean, duh. I mean, look at it. Yeah. And, and like while, while uh, Theo and Natalia are talking, Natalia's actually scoping out the place. And trying to see what other entrances there are other than the door. So other than the front door, there are multiple windows. And um, you can't really get into the backyard because it's got a very awkward uh, eight-foot tall wooden fence. Um, you don't know if you're talking to me. <laughs> it's also covered, the, the fence is covered with moss. And every time you touch it, it feels like you're actually grabbing moss and not a fence itself. Oh, Mm. Uh, in regards to uh, talking to the Professor Crow, um, as soon as you walk up to the door, the doors of the van open up, and he shoves a pile of equipment in your hands. Thank you for showing up. I will pay those late fees at the end of the night, and shuts the doors, and you hear, like, a latch. Uh, it does not sound like a, uh, a, a van latch. <laughs> yes, I hear you. It's okay. Please let me know. You, you visibly see a moment of Chris counting to ten because he's had to deal with this person before. And to, to paint a bit of a picture here, Chris is wearing basically a pink cardigan over button-up shirt and jeans with a kind of military-style like duffel bag over one shoulder and a parcel under one arm, which he just leaves outside the van doors because uh, what else is he supposed to do? And then uh, he's got like basically a tumbler full of coffee and two deep, deep circles under his eyes. And he just looks so done. And he just turns kind of on his heel and walks back over to Natalia and like, fear to see this like 
them silhouetted against the house, he just sort of walks up beside Natalia, takes a sip of the coffee, and just says, So, steal anything from here before? Not this one, I don't think. It's, I think. I think I was coming here once, and the, the fence is just way too weird. I was trying to climb up and... Mm. Not good vibes, but um, I'm interested. I mean, I've been... Um, I can probably get to the second story windows easily. Mm. Need a boost, let me know. When you say that you can get into a second story window, as you look at the house saying that, it almost looks like somebody is standing in the easiest to get to window. And then... They're gone. Someone already in the house? Well, of course there's creepy shit in the house. It might be my boyfriend. Ever since he passed away, I've only seen him at hauntings. Oh, oh Timmy! Oh. Stacy, Timmy works at the coffee shop down on 4th. What are you talking about? Not that Timmy. The other Timmy. Oh, oh right. Oh, <clears throat> oh, you mean Matthews. The... <clears throat> right, well, Speaking um... of not of the dead. And Agnes just, like, puts herself back into her book. Hilarious. Frantically scribbling notes, speak not ill of the dead. <laughs> All right, well, Theo's going to go up and uh, open the door and walk in. So as soon as you touch uh, the front door, a bolt of lightning happens and just this loud crash of thunder. But the five of y'all hear what sounds like somebody giggling and laughing as if they're right next to you. Well, that's not creepy or anything. I don't like that. Not at all. Well, could be worse. And I just start walking into the gate. Yeah. So inside, the house is kind of like a, um, uh, it's a remodeled uh, Victorian-style house. Uh, a lot of what's here is, when you first walk in, this first area looks more like it was originally a log cabin. And then somebody, like, added on to it to make it look a little bit nicer, um, more Victorian over time. Um, but the floor is made of traditional um uh wood planks so they're not even how sturdy is it like i, I think natalia's gonna like press on it a bit just to see like so it's you don't feel concerned about walking in here but you do feel like some of the planks kind of bounce a little bit, but you feel them like hit something like either uh, another board underneath concrete, something so you can like feel them kind of, and it's, it's very minute, but okay. it's something that you would notice. You might pick up on this more than the others. Yeah. I think that's why she's just like 
it's not going to fall on us. At least we got that going. Ten bucks says either creepy basement or creepy attic. I'm going to say creepy hallways. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Theo's going to look up and around and see if the uh, the upper areas look like they're stable enough to uh, to mess with, or if they look like they're about to fall down. Um, as you're looking up, uh, what looks like it should be a chandelier is just a single uh, light bulb with raw iron where there should be additional pieces hanging off of it. And uh, that is attached to the wall, very cartoon uh, style. And is it on? Is uh, the electricity on in this place? Yes. In fact, it's, it's sorry, it is more lit here inside than uh, it looked like from the outside. Huh. Well, that's convenient. I wonder who's paying the electric bill. My mommy. Probably used the to. professor with all his late fees. Did Did y'all hear something? No. Did you? Speak not ill of the dead, speak not ill of the dead, speak not ill of the dead. Speak not ill of the dead. Yeah, but I might fight the dead here in a minute. Was that the dead or was that just one of the other students being a weirdo? <laughs> oh, no. uh, that was not another student. Yeah, I think Dolly's gonna like turn around, like look and see if who's with them. Uh, Claris is gonna wave at her. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the door, you do see uh, a couple of other students uh, like trying to figure out equipment, but nobody is near the house. They're all back by the vans. Well, Chris just looks around and he's like, all right, creepy shit confirmed. Do we have our gear on us, by the way? Just curious. Uh, if you would have logically brought something to uh, something like this, then yes. That's why I described the duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to miss the... Though empty, I have to stress this, that this is an empty hip quiver attached to Polar attached to well there's one on pol there's there's a definitely like not as uh nice looking one attached to polaris's hip but there's also one on agnes's hip and they are the arrows there are no arrows inside i have to stress this for purposes <laughs> but agnes packed herself and polaris some small stuff inside hip quivers meanwhile polaris literally just has like the sword concealed under the 37 shawls they wear at all times <laughs> they're like it came from the sky with me i have to carry it everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i've just got a leatherman on my, on my belt <laughs> and i think with that natalia just pulls her like she has like a little strap that like held her baseball bat and she just pulls it out and she's like all right Wait. Let's do this. Hold on a sec. Chris goes over, 
and closes the door still on it. So the other students don't come wandering in here like idiots. He just looks out. He just looks out at them and is like, "Listen, y'all are gonna be able to take credit for this anyway. So just, you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy the group work." Closes doors. But they could have uh. been additional targets. Now yeah, we're the targets. Yeah, that's kind of the point. They oh. shouldn't have to be targets for genuinely weird stuff. If this was just the standard haunted house, eh. <clears throat> but this is very clearly a special haunted house, which means we get the special fun bag. And he, like, shoulders the duffel bag onto the ground and reaches into it. And he just pulls out a shotgun and starts loading it. Just flips it over, full tube bag, like, seven rounds in. Jesus, man! What? Does that work on ghosts? Daddy always said the guns have to stay locked up. You're not supposed to have that out. Yeah, see? Listen yeah, Chris O's. <clears throat> They're being backgrounds. It's fine. <laughs> and just, like, puts it up on his shoulder and he's like, All right. The voice, uh, I'm trying to do it as generically as possible, but it doesn't sound like necessarily a child. Um, Well, you said daddy, so that's why I said. (laughs) This is also Texas. I mean, that's also true. I have a 45-year-old customer that looks over and goes, and that's my daddy. So... Address people as daddy. No! no. <laughs> that ran through my head would break terms of service, so we're just gonna not. Agnes immediately sees that note and just like, nope. That, no, Polaris, that, that, that is a, that, no. Mm-mm. Why? Mm-mm. Is there something wrong with calling people daddy? <laughs> When they I, mean, I will tell you in the car ride back to Uncle Jerome's. I'll right. tell you now, if only they like it. And that's when Natalia starts walking away. <laughs> only if they like it. That's the best explanation I've heard. I'm going to go right. looking for the kitchen. Uh, so. The room that you're in right now has two obvious uh, little side rooms, and then there's a door leading towards the back. Uh, so you, are you going to go into one of the side rooms? There are no doors in the side rooms. Uh, they're just open uh, archways into those side rooms. One looks like it could be a library or office, and the other one looks like it's a um, like living space uh, salon area. Yeah, I'll go into that latter one because it's probably closer to the kitchen. Uh, inside there is some like all of it is antique furniture but none of it looks like it's old it all looks brand new and there's not a layer of dust anywhere that's weird (sighs) Christos just follows the OED and just says seriously haven't any of you ever seen a horror movie Natalia where are you going 
And you see Natalia like starting to go up the stairs, like just like first foot's like on the the bottom like step and like up. You just had a literal ghost whisper in your ear. I got a bat. Let's stick together. Chris just right. takes a long sip out of that tumbler <laughs> and is wishing it wasn't coffee. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Stick with someone at least. I guess. You, you hear over a loudspeaker. Please don't break apart unless you have your haunting buddy with you at all times. We need to make Jeez. sure that there is nothing in the data that could be misconstrued as as faked we, we we need we need two people in all situations thank you did, did he put cameras in the house did, oh that's there's what... there's cameras everywhere that's what the cords coming back to the uh th there was cords up to the house and uh but everything in the house is like wi-fi based uh off of the cameras or off of the the boxes that they ran the closest uh, camera that's nearby is just getting the biggest bird from natalia <laughs> as she's walking past <laughs> Agnes just like flips through her notebook for like a moment and is just oh uh, please, well darn please, please refrain from things like that I will have to mark off from your extra credit um um I don't know any of your student I don't know any of you students names where is my TA George Jim what was his name we locked them out you can hear screaming coming from the van, uh, but the, the microphone does not seem to be on at this point. Aww. Screaming is in screams of terror or screaming as in a TA is getting yelled at or yelled for. Uh, you can't make it out, but probably the probably the TA being yelled for or yelled at. Okay. Um well, like Agnes just like looks at her notes, looks up. We locked my haunting buddy outside. Well, just... It's fine. It's fine. Kelsey... Kelsey wouldn't have drug herself out of a pile of, pile of beanbags if she knew what we had to be doing anyways. The, the door's right there. You can go open it if you want. Agnes just, like, points of thumb over at Polaris. Chris goes and opens the door. <laughs> y'all locked me out! I just want to be in here with y'all. Let's, we can have so much fun. Shut the door. Shut the door. The one day, shut the door. The one day Kelsey actually shows up to class. Listen, I'm not gonna judge. But I'm gonna judge a little once my coffee wears off. And he lets Kelsey in and then closes the door again. No! <laughs> I have a question. Yes, Polaris? So, is this going to be going on the YouTube? Oh my goodness, she is so darling. They? We they do not misgender so my sibling in this house. I'm sorry, I don't know any of y'all. Excuse me. 
and she's going to grab um actually she's gonna grab polaris and just start marching you through the library oh look at this oh, this God. is just so darling oh my goodness look at all these pretty old books and uh she starts pulling you towards uh the next area the the door leading to the back of the house from that room uh polaris kind of like looks back like a little confused like i don't really know her but you know new friends new relationships all that <laughs> sure Tali's just waving at w fire fire Typically, I have a haunting buddy, at least. Um, Chris, gonna... looks, Chris looks down at Agnes and says, if your girlfriend gets me killed or possessed, I am going to haunt you. <laughs> Sips his coffee and then starts walking after Natalia. <laughs> okay, so um, Chris and Natalia are heading upstairs, right? I guess so. <laughs> Yep, he's gonna keep an eye on the chaos gremlin. What me? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna head back over uh, to Jules right quick as uh, you as Theo Agnes steps is gonna in. Tag behind Theo. Agnes is just gonna tag <laughs> behind Theo at this point. As uh, Agnes and Theo walk into uh, this other area, you get this sense as if a, a calming sense in this room. Um, this feels different than the rest of the house. Hmm. And it's, it's as if it's being lit by candles, uh, but you don't see a direct light source anywhere. What, uh, what, what kind of room is it? Can I, can I tell what it was used for? Uh, it's a classic, uh, like salon. Um, like it's just, there, there's multiple chairs, multiple different setups, um, just like reading areas, places to sit and talk. I don't know about you, but this this particular room ain't half so bad. Mm -hmm. Nah. O odd place, though, to have the salon just off the foyer. Is it? I have no idea. Mm. Alright. Well, I guess it, it, it differs depending on which Victorian house you talk about. I mean, I've never lived in a place big enough to have either a foyer or a salon, so I wouldn't know. Uh, was that Rainy yawning or Agnes yawning? Both. As you look down after you remove your hand, uh, there is a there is a cup of tea and a cup of coffee sitting on the table, both piping hot. I should have gone to the other room. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the coffee and say, did we find the kitchen? No, but I think we found a hospitality room. Yeah. I am not I... going to drink the coffee. That would be foolish. Uh, you do hear a door swing. And as you look over, um, the door connected to this room towards the back of the house, uh, is kind of just flapping back and forth and it looks like it's a kitchen in there. Agnes is just going to gently pick up the tea as to not be rude. 
you know, she just looks at Theo. Well, you did say you wanted to find the kitchen. Yeah, I did. Uh, I mean, the kitchen's usually the heart of the house, right? So. All right, Fair. so we're going to pause as y'all are heading towards the kitchen, and we're going to go to the top of the stairs uh, with baseball bat and shotgun drawn. Um, <laughs> as soon as y'all get to the top of the stairs, it's an odd, dark green tint to everything. Um, and I don't just mean the walls and, like, the furniture and things like that. It's as if somebody has, like, placed a fil uh, color filter in front of your face. Uh, even each other. You kind of see, like, this dark green tint. Um, there are four doors at the top of the stairs. Uh, when you look at to the far left or far right, uh, there's a door on each side. Uh, leading towards the front and the back of the house. Did I get high before this? No. Oh. Bet you're wishing you did. No, I mean, I feel like I'm seeing shit. Yeah, me too. Alright. And when we start going? seeing the same, sh the same shit, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Meeny, meeny, miny, well, and just goes off towards the door. Okay, do you go to the right or the left from the top of the stairs? We'll go right. Why not? Far okay. right. Yeah. Far right. Do you head towards the front of the house or the back of the house? Which of those doors do you open? Mm, front of the house? I feel like Chris would kind of go into, like, systematic sweep mode, so it's going to be, like, front to back, right to left. Uh, so as soon as you open that door, this looks like a room um, that could have been a guest room for an elderly family member. Um, there's a rocking chair facing the window at the front of the house. However, the dimensions of this room do seem a little bit small. Um, the window should be center of the room, but instead... Uh, the As you're looking in, the right side of the wall is like almost up to like the side of the window uh, and the door the door in is the only door in the room there's no door for like a closet or a private bathroom or anything man someone did a shitty job building this room or they did a really good job and I think Natalia's gonna go in and like go to that like that wall that's like really like up against the window and try to tap it and see if she can hear anything hollow or like like a like like another so as Excess. soon as Natalia does that, um, you see the rocking chair start rocking behind her. Uh-huh. So something either liked or didn't like you going near that wall. If she turns around, does she see the rocking chair still moving or does it stop? Oh, it's still moving. Yeah. And the wall did sound hollow. Mm. She's gonna shrug and just go back to the wall and try to find like a, like a, uh, like a, uh, some way, some lever, some contraption to get into. Or if there isn't, she's gonna make one. Is there a conveniently placed wall sconce? <laughs> a bookshelf <laughs> with. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a shotgun, but. <laughs> 
So there's only I'd really rather not. There's only four things in this room, as in like physical objects in the room. Um, there is a set of candles uh, above uh, or on that wall um, that you're tapping on. There's a bed up against that wall as well, and there's the rocking chair, and that is the only four items in there. I'm gonna start messing with the candles, <clears throat> the candle holders, excuse me, and see if they're like wiggly or moving. That, and then I guess because she's like on, like up, anyways, she's just gonna walk across the bed to the other side. <laughs> You're gonna step on the bed? Yeah. Okay. We'll hold this for just a second. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Polaris. Yes. As soon as that back door opens, you're in a... What looks like should have been um, a laboratory. There, has, there is broken glass everywhere. There is... Um, there, there's mortar and pestles. There's plants everywhere. They're dead. Um, but you don't know that you're seeing the same thing as um, Kelsey because she goes over to a dead flower and goes, look how beautiful, and, like, smells it as if it's, like, fresh. Um, Yeah, Polaris is, like, a little confused at that because they're, like, Oh, never seen people do that. Um, they kind of like look around. Um, don't you want to smell? It? It's so fresh. Right, that's the polite thing to do. Let me lean down <laughs> to sniff. Um, <laughs> this smells like the time that Polaris was asked to take the trash out. And she got down to the curb and opened up the trash can and the trash had been sitting in a hot Texas sun for a couple days. Um, it just like, it just like, it hits you, um, just like a wall. Uh, but it's not, it doesn't make you sick. It just, it's, it's just like, it's that same foulness, but it doesn't hit you the same as the trash can did. Uh... Yeah, Polaris kind of, like, gently pushes down the hand holding up the flower, and they're like, I don't like that. Let's look at something else. <laughs> okay, and she, like, throws the flower. Oh, um... They're internalizing that for later. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Polaris is going to start kind of investigating this, like, you said there were, like, broken, like, glass, like, test tube things? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's beakers and test tubes. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me an investigate mystery roll? Oh, yay, I get to be the first one. <laughs> first roll, first roll, first roll. So that's 2d6 plus sharp. Yes. Um, I know what my sharp stat is. Do not worry. <laughs> um, they said, like a liar. <laughs> That's a grand total of four. <laughs> oh. Oh. We love to see it. 
Um, did anybody else hear that weird beep? It was the chat. Oh, okay. Oh, does the chat make a noise? Sorry. Sorry. I didn't know what that was, and I was like, did... Are, is the stream now haunted? Great. Uh, I was just letting Luke, I was just letting Fox know about the XP mm -hmm. for failing rolls. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I um, keep. I keep. So you go to look at these, and it just you have no clue what you're looking at. Like this kind of looks like the time um, uh, that your uncle dropped a glass in the kitchen. Like, it's that same thing. Like, when the light hits it just right, it makes a tiny, like, rainbow. And, like, you're kind of fascinated by it. Um, and then you really don't know what to take of any of it, though. Like, um, there's probably a good about, like, 30 of these just kind of sitting around um, that are just kind of broken in different little piles. But that's about all that you can kind of really gauge from it. Um, nice. So we're going to um, go back to the kitchen. And you are greeted by a woman who is roughly about 5'4". Uh, she is in a um, semi-form-fitting uh, red dress. Um, she has on red heels. Her lipstick is like cherry red. Um, and her hair is uh, kind of sort of off to the side. Um, like she has it like pinned back, maybe with bobby pins or something. Um, and she doesn't look up and she goes, hurry, hurry, we have to finish getting ready for the party. The guests will be here any minute and you know how he gets if everything is not perfect. Yikes. Oops. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Agnes is just staring there at Theo with the tea in her hand, just like. Oh, look at Agnes and go. Sip it. She's just like standing nervously yeah. sip it. I'll look at Agnes and go. Okay, yeah, you see her too. Um, how 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 who gets this lady? She looks up. And she kind of points the knife at you, and she's, like, gesturing with it as she's speaking. Do not talk to your mother that way, dear. Don't you know who he is? Did you already forget everything he has done for us? And goes back to preparing. It, it's just vegetables that she's chopping. Um... Still, it could be something worse that she could be chopping. <laughs> yeah. Agnes is just, um, so a small thing, um, Agnes, in the middle of this, as after she takes the sip of the tea, is going to reach into her front pouch of her hip quiver and pull out an ancient, like, worn down looking coin. And she's just going to start, like, just rubbing it between her, for, like, her front finger and thumb. Okay. Um, when you start to do that, the the tea taste in your mouth that was delicious and tasted um, like a wonderful Earl Grey switches to a super bitter, as if somebody has been boiling tea for way too long. 
um, and it has gone from being like any kind of normalcy of color to being like a black sludge. Uh, it's still liquidy, um, but that's that's the flavor that's in your mouth. Now, when you look in the cup, it looks still perfect, but as soon as you touch that coin, yeah, I I don't know that I'd drink anything that that they offer you. Agnes is just going to very carefully just like dump the tea in the sink, set it to the side, and just look over at the lady. What do you need us to do? I need you to go into the freezer and get the meat. Oh, not the freezer. <laughs> I don't look around. Is, yes, there a, is there a freezer in obvious view? Um, there are two doors on the side over here. Um, they both look like regular doors, like potentially pantry doors. Okay, let's let's go see what's in them. Uh, so uh, one of them is a traditional pantry, uh, a traditional walk-in pantry. Um, and the other one is a small uh, walk-in freezer. It's a little bigger than the pantry. Um, hanging up inside are, uh, or not hanging, um, but inside is a lot of different kinds of frozen meat, uh, from pretty much any kind of animal that would be eaten in Texas. Yeah, you can imagine that it's there. Mm -hmm. There's a variety. Wow. Okay. Um, and then I turn to Agnes and say, okay, here's what I think is going to be going to happen. We're going to get some of this meat out and, and, and then it's going to be like rotten and, and weird and stuff and i'm gonna freak out because i don't like bugs and uh this thing out there she, she's gonna freak out about it so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna do what she says and when something goes sideways we're just gonna smile and say yes ma'am all right let's go team meet yeah. Team, team, team. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna reach for if she's creating a stew. I'm gonna definitely reach for at least beef and or like chicken, depending upon what vegetables she had cutting up. And again, Agnes is going to touch the coin before she touches the meat to see if it does the same weird thing that the tea did. Uh, as soon as you touch the coin, you realize that it's just an empty room. Um, there's like a staleness in here that doesn't appear to have been used in quite a while. Uh, however... Uh, Theo still sees a freezer full of meat, and you can fe feel the chill on your arms. Room's empty. Um, look at Agnes and look down. And, uh, okay. Is it okay. is it obvious that she's holding like holding a coin and, and rubbing it, or is she being more subtle about it? Kind of subtle, actually. She like you know, it's like 
reaching into the pocket and just okay all right so you know, I saw her it. do it before when she dumped the tea in the sink yeah yeah well if if you're seeing what's actually here then let me know when something is really amiss okay because i might not see it okay so what's happening is we're in an active haunting uh, yeah yeah justine uh -huh. So what we're going to do is uh -huh. we're going to try and play it out by the letter of how it, as how it actually happened here. This is an imprinted memory in this house. That makes sense. As much as anything here makes sense. Alright, yeah, let's do it. Alright, um... Alright, I'm gonna look, look around and grab, I guess, like a roast or something. Uh, Alright, as you grab it, and you turn around. We'll come back to y'all in a minute. <laughs> okay. There's a shadow that slowly forms in the chair. Why did you step on my bed? And the room shakes. And Natalia's like in these like dirty, busted old like combat boots, just in the middle of his bed. <laughs> I think she's gonna look at the ghost and be like, Sup. So sorry about that. Just haven't taught her some manners yet. And Chris goes for like the scruff of the neck grab and like gentle place on the ground next to the bed. And then very much tries to pass it off as, would you like me to change the sheets for you now? Of course. Would you not change the sheets if they are dirty? They're dirty! Oh, come on. My boots aren't that bad. I'm just gonna look down at them. Aren't those the old boots that I wore during service? They're oh. bad. Man, I didn't realize we had the same shoes. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they are. You stole them from me. Stealing, borrowing without returning. Th this is all going down as Chris has, like, put the shotgun down temporarily and is actually moving as if taking the sheets off the bed if there are any sheets on it currently and is just going along with it to make sure this ghost doesn't go ballistic. As soon as you um, go to pull the sheets off, you realize that the bed is bolted down because where it should have moved, if you're tugging on things, like you should have like felt like a little bit give or something, like it, it doesn't move at all. Huh. Weird. Oh. I'm not gonna judge how grandma spends her evenings. And <laughs> just keeps pulling those sheets off and like actually makes a motion to fold them and like set them aside nicely. And then he just turns to Ghost and he says, They'll be replaced before the hour's out. What do you mean? Just go into the bathroom and she motions towards the wall uh that uh you were just at a moment ago. Um just go in there. 
in the bathroom is all the new sheets. Why? Why? I need new family, new new help, I need a new nurse, I need new everything. Ruined. Well, I'm sure it's not that bad. You know, they just hired me on, so I'm still learning my way around, ma'am. And he just kind of goes towards the wall, picks up the shotgun again, and just puts a hole in it with the stock. <laughs> she told him to go to the bathroom. Give me... <laughs> Give me We're um, the worst. <laughs> okay, I've got a reason for doing this, uh, only because of the fact that you're hitting a random part in the wall. Give me a kick ass roll. Kick some ass roll. So that's uh plus tough. It's an eight. Uh Okay, so the way that that would normally work is you uh, inflict some uh, injury on each other. Uh, you go to hit the wall where you assume that she is trying to say that the door would be. Um, and instead, you hit something that just, like, solidly takes you back. Hmm. That's weird. Did I not teach you anything? And then Natalia's going back to the wall and just, like, tapping around for a hollow spot again. As you start to walk over towards that, you see her, like, move from her chair just to instantly behind Chris. Oh. I told you, into the door! Oh, yeah, lady, there is no door. And you can tell Natalia in the So you're just counting to 10? Yeah, he just counts to 10 to relax. And, like, he treats it as if he was a nurse in this scenario, having a belligerent old woman over his shoulder and is just being super patient and is, you know, just trying to do, trying to do his best, trying not to shotgun blast a wall. Because <laughs> that would be bad. And then he just, uh, just looks at Natalia and he says, so, um... Any luck um, getting the door unstuck, quote unquote? Yeah, I think um, she's going to like tap and just like keep listening to find a spot. The hole in the wall that you do see does look like hinges behind a layer of uh, about, about two to three pieces of drywall-like substances. Ooh. RPG, wherever the hollow part was, whenever she first heard the hollowness, um, she's going to go back over there and just take up her her bat and just, because she knows it's an empty spot in the wall. And she's just going to try to swing through. And we'll come back to you in just a second. Okay. <laughs> Polaris. Uh, you've, you've gone through as much of the glass as you can. You've managed to, like, fit some pieces together to kind of make some original shapes. Um, 
and and Kelsey is basically just like at your side, like trying to help you every bit of the way. Um, but she is completely confused because like as soon as you kind of put pieces together, she'll pick it up as if it's one whole piece and then set it back down. All right. <laughs> this is going great. Um... <clears throat> hmm. Donking. Um... The one time Polaris is not with their adoptive sibling. Polaris is thinking, Polaris is thinking, um, you know, they would like to see something happen. They're very confused right now. Um, they've learned that throwing things over your shoulder is apparently acceptable. Um, so Polaris is going to pick up one of the test tubes and just chunk it at the wall. <laughs> So, are, are you throwing it, like, so you said over your shoulder, so you're going to, like, throw this backwards at a wall, right? Yeah, yeah, they're going to be like, all right, time to go! <laughs> this could have ramifications <laughs> in which your player agency would be played with. Are you sure you want to take this action? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a 2d6 roll plus cool. Session one. <laughs> and y'all didn't want to stay with Ten. the shotgun boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, one O. Oh, that is a okay. 10. Um, so it hits and the room shakes and you see what appears to be a person that stands about eight foot tall. It looks like somebody took a picture of somebody and like just stretched it. Like they're, they're all of their features are just elongated. Their fingertips are, their fingers are just really long. Their face is really long. Um, and they like reach out towards you and they miss as Kelsey walks right between you. And there's a flash of light and then I'm, I'm I don't like this room anymore. Can we can we go where somebody else is? I think I think we should transition to another room. Oof. <clears throat> yeah, Polaris is just kind of like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can stay six feet apart while we do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you gonna um, are you gonna head back to the main room and go up the stairs, or are you gonna head into the other room where everybody else was? I want to go find Agnes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Back to, back to the room where everybody else was. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's my move. Definitely Polaris is like, I think 
we should go and find the others. Um, why don't you lead the way? So I can stand back here. <laughs> yes, we should go together. And she like loops her arm around yours and she like kind of looks up and is like I'm sure he would love to know what's been going on in here and she kind of looks in the direction of a camera so maybe she's talking about the professor from outside And as you walk into the other room, uh, there's a door open into the kitchen, or at least where a door should be. Um, and standing inside of that room is a very tall gentleman. And the room is kind of a reddish tint to it. Oh... As Theo and Agnes turn around, you see a, the same tall gentleman standing there. The room has a reddish tint to it. It's very old now. The wood is falling apart. RPG, I would like to, um, you know, do a weird. <laughs> okay, uh, what, what a weird are you doing? Hi! Can I talk to one of my past selves, please? Oh, yes, um... <laughs> I'm assuming I have had one that lived in Hexwood, potentially. Um... Also, just a reminder, this is a D6 system, right? Uh, 2D6, yes. Okay. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. Um... What you got, though? I have a list of questions I can ask, and I need to pull them up. RPG. RPG. Yes. Uh, your browser is showing. Oh. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome oh. to episode one. Um, I don't normally use I don't normally use Google unless it's like a secondary browser, so I am used to doing that. Uh, so for those at home, uh, we are using a set of secondary rules from Michael Sands. Um, uh, uh, that replace the um, use magic ability um, with some other cool stuff. And now I can't find it. That's, that's where your past... Wait, is that where your past lives is from or is that from something else? Yeah, that's where my past lives okay. is from. Okay, I know. It's in our pins. It's in pins. I have the link if you need it. <laughs> yeah, I closed Discord um, so that I didn't have so much open. So that I can't save you. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. 
This is why Agnes has the coin. See, I am worried about... Yeah, that's what I was worried about doing. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. Hold on. All right. Uh, to the left. Okay, so um, I have the past lives pulled up right here. Hmm. And suddenly we are completely blank. We're invisible. Oh, there we go. Yay, tech things. Oh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still completely empty over here. Uh, go ahead and roll and just tell me what it does, because... Um, okay, um, so I gotta let you know first. Uh, on a 10 or more, I get to... The past life has something useful to offer. On a 7 to 9, a uh, past life has a little experience. I get to ask 2, then 1. And if I roll a 6 or less, the past life takes over the, the this mortal shell. That's a 7. Hold on, wait. Eight. It's eight total. I, I have a plus one to weird. Um, okay. So what does that... What are you going to do with that? Because I still don't uh, this up. I, I have a list of questions. And I get to ask one. And the questions are, what did a past life discover about blank? How did a past life deal with blank? What important secrets can... Hidden secrets can a past life show me the way to what did a past life learn to too late to help them and what can a specific past life blank tell me i am asking the bottom one about this tall man in this house in hexwood i'm sorry um what was that bottom question again it was what can specific past life blank tell me? Oh no, specific past life means I have to name it, don't I? Yes, yes you do. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna name it. Uh, Tabitha. Tabitha, yes. Um, <clears throat> so... The rumors were that the people that were in this house during the time period that she was here were trying to destroy the harmonious nature of the people that lived here. The people that were here were animists. They, they either communicated with spirits, they communicated with fae, or they communicated with nature. Um, the town grew, the, the crops, even during drought, even during like all the bad things, like there was nothing that happened bad to this town. This town was just constantly flourishing. Um, it didn't grow very much because there's also a lot of weirdness that happened around here. Um, but in and of itself, there, there's not anything that she can give that she remembers except that when she tried to get to the bottom of it they weren't playing around and by the time she got here she remembers that there were already people that were dead and as soon as those people as soon as the other people that were with her entered the house it was as if spirits had been tainted is the words that hit your brain um, and you see an image of 
like as, as Tabitha's walking into the house, it looks sort of like that weird red tint that you see right now. And somebody that's with Tabitha just something hits them like you can't see and then they change and they start talking weird and this keeps happening to each person and then they just turn on each other and then he's there standing over her and you snap back as you get this just like vision that like what his face actually is when you get a good look at it is more of a twisted version of a pixie like the classic pixie goblin-esque with like a tear a rose of shark like teeth um only instead of being tea tiny um it's very very tall upon this revelation thank you very much tabitha um agnes is going to just grip theo's arm tight and just bad news spirits tainted don't get possessed don't get possessed. Okay. Don't get possessed. All right. And she just points at the thing in front of them. Perpetrator or mastermind, I don't know, but that is the root of all of this. Now, can just see, she see this or can I see it too? Oh no, when you turned around, it went like that's the same description for you. You see okay, a all right, all right. old house and all that. Um he points towards you, Theo, and then he points towards Polaris. And he says, Three with me. I have one, and you two are next. No, 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 we're not. And, and Boy, that's not going to work. Kelsey goes, no, you don't understand. My lord, there is another over there next to him. And he looks over and he goes, no, just one. And then walks through a part of the wall. Hmm. And Kelsey takes off running. Kelsey, we need to we need to go get that little bitch. <laughs> you know, no, I. She's gonna be in un one of the other unfortunate. I think she's your haunting partner, <laughs> right? Tell him she's dead. We'll never hear about him. <laughs> but um can uh RPG RPG can we like can Agnes see Theo and like uh Polaris or and just 
Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Also, what direction did Kelsey sprint? Uh, back towards. Uh, there's only what. There's only the door in this leading outside. The pantry and the freezer, and then the door leading uh, back to that salon area. Um, oh, so she went to the salon. She went back that direction. Okay. 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 Polaris is just immediately going to run up to, like, like yeah, Agnes is going to immediately like just run up to Polaris and just grab them by the shoulders. Are you okay? Did it try to touch you? Well, uh, yes to both of those questions. Um, I really feel like I probably should have, um, pulled out the banishment there a little bit, but, uh, well, she's not technically my haunting partner, so I wasn't sure if I was allowed to do that. <laughs> Polaris, you're technically not supposed to be on this trip. But this is fine. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to find Kelsey and we're going to find Vicarious. But also, Polaris, I am 100% certain you are seeing things as they are and what they... what than what we are being shown. Yeah? Um, well, if you mean... This house is, um, I'm trying to find a mannerful way to say this, um, gross. Uh, yes. Yes, it is gross. That is what I'm seeing. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <clears throat> Good work choice. Gross. Yes. Gorgeous gross. is better than a fucking mess. <laughs> So we're going to cut back up to the upstairs room. Um, you've knocked out a large portion of the sheetrock, and um, what you've been hitting is a void that was uh, between the faux wall and the door. Um, and you've kind of beaten enough away. Uh, you see that it, from where everything is, it does look like the door is going to open towards you. You want to do it, buddy? Uh, sure. And he just, like, levels the shotgun at the door and then, like, gives it a pull to get it to open and just waits for something to jump out at him. Are you sure that you want to do that? <laughs> there are consequences for shooting this door. He's not going to shoot the door. He's going to pull it open. Oh, sorry. I thought or, he said pull it open for some reason. Um, no, uh, sorry, he's going to pull it open and he's just prepping for a shot in case, like, in case something bad happens. You know, the, the readiness. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, you open the door and um, the lady that was in the chair actually jumps out at you. Okay, she's getting shot. Alright, roll me some kick some ass. That is an awkward roll me some kick some ass. I don't like that way. That's the way it sounds. <laughs> roll some kick ass? You could say roll to kick some ass. Can I help um, out if need be? Um, 
my knowledge of this system actually completely fails me. I don't know if there's a... There's a help out role. That's... Um, I'd also like to potentially use my precise strike move as well if I can. Which is just, I aim for a weak spot, and on certain rolls, certain things happen. Um, is that, is... Yeah, go ahead and roll that, and let's go ahead and get the help out. There it is. Let's get the help out first. Oh, okay, sorry, I, I zoned out for a hot second. No, it's okay, I realized I didn't say it. He made it fell on the floor. Six, seven, eight, nine. It's a three on the floor, so I'm just gonna keep it. And it's with a cool uh, eleven. Dang. Um. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, so you're gonna get a plus one to your roll. Okay, that makes the roll a twelve. And I was using precise strike, so it was roll plus uh, plus tough. On a ten plus, I inflict two harm. And uh, on top of that, I'm using a shotgun, which is three harm. So I don't know if that's tags. Um. And this is just your bean bags are they're they're flavor. To make the shotgun work. That's all. Uh, uh, no, I was trying to remember if they're blessed or anything like that. I think, uh, they're yeah, I think they're yeah. technically hex bags. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what I was looking for. Hex will do. Um, okay, so... Let's see. So, as far as I know, you don't have uh, kick some ass as an advanced. So... You are gonna do that. You can you can either gain advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. Um, you can inflict terrible harm, uh, an additional plus one. You suffer less harm, uh, minus one. Uh, you force them where you want them. Mm -hmm. We just go full damage on this and like. Shotgun a grandmother goes to the face. <laughs> um, uh, so this is actually more than enough to dissipate her. Yeah, so it's like she jumps out at him and like if her mouth is open, the barrel goes in her mouth and he pulls the trigger. <laughs> and he just goes, no. Nope. All right, we're going downstairs. Come on. So this is horrific. As soon as this happens, it is a jarring nauseating feel that comes over y'all um if you're somebody who experiences nausea on any kind of regular basis for any reason or when you get sick it lingers then it's going to linger for your character otherwise it's just an instantaneous like you feel nauseous and it's gone it's a horrific nauseous feeling um the room mm. shifts violently and the hole in the wall that y'all busted is now two holes in the wall. There's a doorway on the other side as well. Um, the bathroom is just completely full of just like, like old timey products that have been sitting for a long time have degraded. There's animal fats in some of those. Um, as you look around the room, it looks like this room was used to hold somebody 
because there's like scratches in the wall leading out towards the hallway. Um, and the smell is... The smell is like walking into... Um, I don't know if y'all have ever been in a place where there's just like a, a, a ridiculous amount of roaches. Mm. But, oh, but that, or like a warmed up slaughterhouse. I wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely okay. it, it's definitely it, it's definitely up there. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, 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 it's just like this this smell that just like hits your nostrils and it just does not go away. Um, and the door busts open, and it's Kelsey, and she looks around and she goes, "No." One of you was supposed to, uh, and then she busts through the door across the hallway. Wait, where are you go? What? All right. Well, can we please get out of this room? <laughs> yeah, let's chase down Kelsey. I guess. Um. I mean, they probably heard the shotgun blast. Why not? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> and we leave the room and follow Kelsey to wherever she went. Okay. The... I, love, I love how downstairs they're all like running from some tall fae man and like chasing down Kelsey. And then somewhere upstairs, there's just a shotgun blast that echoes out. Um... Agnes is really wishing she had her bow and her blackthorn arrows. She, she really does. So the doorway across is actually just a door leading up to the attic. Uh, there's nothing else to it. It's just a door and a, and, and a staircase up. Oh, creepy attic. You owe me ten bucks. We don't know it's creepy yet, and she's like, she's gonna beat him up the stairs. <laughs> All right. Um, are you gonna follow suit up those stairs? I'm gonna shout first and just say, I I'm basically gonna call out, um, Agnes, Theo, up in the attic now. And then, yeah, we're going upstairs. Yep, that's the thing. All right. Um, <clears throat> Kelsey has run out of the room. You hear the commotion up the stairs, and you hear her scream something. A door slams against a wall, and you hear more footsteps, but it's even further away. Um, hey, what are y'all doing? Why are y'all just standing around in random rooms like can y'all talk can y'all use the equipment hello this is for extra credit agnes just pointedly stares at one of the cameras clicks on the recorder and just speaks as if like the professor can read lips this thing won't hold you aren't getting anything turns off the recorder and just sprints up the stairs with Polaris's hand like wrist in her hand I'm coming too wait hold on is there a camera leading like down the pathway up the attic at some point 
Oh, there's cameras like all over. Like I said, like this looks like somebody's like home system. So the professor would just see me reloading a shotgun shell out of a shotgun that he didn't know I had. <laughs> into a shotgun yeah. that he didn't know I had as I'm like steadily marching towards the attic after Natalia. Um, technically sure. Well, sometimes it'd be like that. Got something. <laughs> but yeah, no, Agnes is sprinting up, up the stairs, up to the attic. And I am not being left in a room by myself, by the way. I'm going, yeah. I'm going after them. So, as you get up to where the second floor is, um, Natalia's gone up this second staircase. You see um, Chris going up as well. And then you hear helicopters outside. And the house starts shaking. Oh. No. No, 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 no. Not these jack wagons again. A whole bus open in the roof as you get up to the top. And 14 paramilitary yahoos drop through and they start throwing salt around and brick dust. And like some of them come down with like giant batons of just like different kinds of just like they're just spraying this chemical all over. Um, uh, what was that noise? <laughs> IRL haunting. IRL haunting. Right. I don't know. Um, all right. So, uh, the, the helicopter is landing in the front part of the yard and like, just the ghosts just start disappearing except that you see the guy just leap out oh. and goes towards the woods. The ghost does? The big fey guy does? Yes. Ooh. The doors uh. and windows start busting in and the place fills with agents and they're spraying this place down with all different kinds of stuff and they grab y'all and escort you outside um, and as you're walking past you see the professor scrubbing through the footage and there's nothing on it y'all are just standing in rooms just <clears throat> rocking back and forth slowly not doing anything Ooh. Hmm. i think i think as from the toys yes. being dragged off um by some of the military guys she's just going to be trying to fight them like get your freaking hands off me like you know just to... <laughs> please do not resist us please follow instructions to the t exit Can to you... the nearest area please and they all just like they're they're just like yelling it and you notice that like they're wearing noise canceling headphones like every single one of them has noise canceling headphones on. Um, 
Magnus just like reaches up and like tries to like move the headphone and just yell, "Hold your horses! Somebody's possessed!" And just slaps it back on. And Kelsey comes down back. and she is like covered in this weird foam. Um, it's it's like blue. It looks honestly like somebody like walked her through a car wash, <laughs> and like she's just covered in that foam. I lost my notes. I don't know what's going on. Did Timmy come out? Did I get to see my Timmy? Yeah, but he didn't want to see you. <laughs> Chrysos. What? Rude. So, uh, Rainy, I sent you a message. Um, you didn't get back to me. If you can head over to Discord and answer that right quick before I continue on right quick with what's going on. Um, <clears throat> do, do. Oh, wait, no, Answered. I okay. Um, so you instantly recognize this organization, um, and so does Polaris. Um, they are a faction of the UN. They have permission to go into any UN nation and deal with supernatural events. Um, and, and they've basically, like, weaponized practically every type of thing. Like, uh, y'all see people that are just, like, dressed in like traditional vestments of um jesuit priests and they're going around with like water guns spraying it down with holy water and like they're it, it's it's like awful to watch um i mean they're literally just like spraying um they've got like this little thing that looks like a, a weird box with a hose on it and it's like really loud and it's just spraying dust everywhere and you realize it's brick dust um and they're just like spreading salt and brick dust just everywhere like the entire place just slowly starts to collapse in on itself as it ages and uh the victorian part collapses and then you realize it's just like some more modern um like slightly more modern not to our day but from when the original house was built add-ons and then those collapse and then it's just a wood cabin and that collapses and the professor is standing there and he's just like well i thought the haunted house was around here i'm just gonna give everybody extra credit and you know maybe i really will find a haunted house one of these days and um In the woods behind where the house was, you see glowing red eyes kind of fade into the woods. And the direction that he's heading is the direction of the tea house. Yeah, we're going to see that dude again. Yeah, time to go chase. <laughs> if, if, I, if Chris can make eye contact with the glowing red eyes for a split second, he'll just do one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I think Natalia's gonna point her back at it and just shake it. Agnes is just very softly just Fuck. This is gonna mess with my probation. 
Uh, y'all do remember there are um, there's little doors um, that are kind of all over this part of the woods. Um, it's from a it's from European traditions. It's believed that there's gnomes behind the doors, elves behind the doors. Um, <clears throat> some of y'all have actually encountered them. Some of them are helpful, but they're all fey. And you realize that the direction he's heading is not just the tea house, but it's in the direction of multiple of those doors, which lead right to the fey kingdom that's nearby. Well, I, for one, vote we did not follow the big, the big fey man into fairyland. All agreed? I think we should follow the big fey man into fairyland. No. 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 Polaris, I'm going to just tell you right now, I am not walking into that forest without my bow and without the Blackthorn arrows. Yeah, got, got, got to question your judgment there, honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, shit. What? What? My coffee tumbler was in the house. Does it like miraculously? No, it's not miraculous. The whole house crumbs down, and it's just like sitting there perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that remains. <laughs> so, the professor walks over to you, Chris, and hands back a book. Look, I really do appreciate everything that you do, but I'm not going to pay for an empty book. What are you talking? The book that was on the haunting of this house is completely empty now. There's no title on the front. There's no picture there. It's just completely empty. There's page numbers. <laughs> and then as you're flipping through, you see red text appear on one of the pages. And as he looked out from his woods, he saw them those that can still see him and the letters fade away wait did we lose hmm. him did we lose crow no nope. i think he's I'm just writing it all down processing processing <laughs> i just wanted to make sure i got the quote Okay, it looks absolutely like frozen there for a second. I was like, uh... I was very intent on getting a quote <laughs> as exact as possible. Um, oh, give me a quote back, please. I, I need it for art purposes. Chris Maybe. just like thumbs through the rest of the book looking for any more red text and he's just like... Every so often you hit a page and like you can see something fading away but you can't make the words. You can't seem to catch anything else on it. Um, but a picture does appear and it's like a hand-drawn version of him and it says stories of the twisted fae but nothing else is anywhere in the book there's no byline either well that's fun i guess and he'll just pass it over to agnes and like show Agnes the picture. 
So, um, I, I, I imagine that Agnes has read a lot of her family's journals, uh, particularly ones that may or may have survived, and... What I'm saying is her and Tabitha have spoken before this event, I would hope. If not, she has read Tabitha's journal. Tabitha sketched a lot of stuff. Would I recognize this not only from what I saw talking to Tabitha and my own two eyes? Oh, it's the exact same figure. But now you can't remember... You remember that it was Tabitha, and you remember reading something, but you can't remember what journal it was, or what page of a journal it was, or... It just gets harder and harder to remember, but you still remember what happened. You still have everything that you had from that vision. Looks like... I'm dealing with old ghosts. And she's just going to close the book and hand it back to Chrysos. Yeah, I get the feeling. And as Chrysos says that, he makes eye contact with one of the UN guys who definitely knows who he is, but doesn't say anything and walks away to his bus. You know who the UN guy is? No, the UN guy okay. knows who Chris is. I was going to say, no, they're fully decked out. Like, you can't even see, like, Yeah, like, Chris, yeah. Chris can't tell, but, like, there's just that supernatural element of he locks eyes with the one guy that knows who he is in that group and then walks away. Uh, as you're walking away, you feel a hand on your shoulder. Uh, hmm? uh, here's for my late fees. And he hands you a $20 bill and walks away. <laughs> a 20 for late fees? Look, now you can buy your another tumbler. Two hours just... later, Theo's gonna say, "Damn it! I could have asked him out for coffee right then." <laughs> <laughs> he just pockets the twenty dollar bill, and then like opens, like pulls a small little like pocket notebook out of his other pocket. And if anybody was looking over his shoulder at this point, they'd see like a little ledger on one of the pages. That is up to probably close to $300, and then he just scratches that through and puts it down to 280 <laughs> And it just keeps tracking. As you're doing that, you realize that there's some type of writing on here. How familiar is your character with um, 1920s spiritualist writings? Um, I have both a mystical library and a lore library, so probably very. It's a Nokian. Oh. Hmm? But it's not just like straight a Nokian. It's, uh, it's a double cipher in a Nokian. Oh, interesting. And with that, that is our first episode. We will be back in two weeks. Uh, if y'all want to go ahead and plug yourselves... Hi, once again, um, I, I'm i Rainy, the player of Agnes Wolf. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RainedKeys or on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash RainyKeys. I stream art and games. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Hey, I'm Morgan. Uh, you can find me on all the socials at Serena Basis. I play Natalia Fuentes. Uh, 
the chaotic gremlin, as uh, Chris puts it. Um, I next thing I'm streaming is a Tell Twinkle on All, which is a PBTA uh, Chimera game that's going to be this Friday on Lord Neptune's channel. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, but yeah, follow me. It's easier that way. And I'm Eric. You can find me everywhere at Eldritch Crow. Um, on Twitch is uh, Crow with two W's at the end. And um, this Sunday, I will actually be running the first episode of Beacons of Kelestri, which will be produced by RPG Hour. Rainy is also a participant as well. Uh, we'll be playing that from 4 to 6 p.m. EST over on my channel. And uh, yeah, I hope you'll join us for some in-house TTRPG fantasy shenanigans. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, uh, once again, I am Fox. Um, I play the thousand-year-old child Polaris. Um, you can find me over at Twitter um, at LilSmallFoxDraws. Um, unfortunately, I am not participating in any other streams. However, I make a lot of TTRPG-centric art, so go follow me there while I slowly draw the cast of this game. <laughs> My name is Jules. You can find me online at, at SQLPI. It's S-Q-L-P-I. Uh, I do database administration, writing, and art. And I play Theo, who is uh, the uh, resident spellslinger. Uh, this is Routes Unknown, a part of the RPG Hour network. Uh, go to RPGHour.com and you can find a lot of other things. Uh, our Discord has been flushed throughout this entire thing. Uh, if you go there, uh, we do have a reactions to get into the Discord. You can chat with us about anything that you liked about this or uh, other shows. Um, and until the dice roll again.